Greetings, traveler. I am the Intro Wizard. Welcome to Episode 9 of Beholding Out for a Hero, where the side track is the main track. I hope you enjoy this actual play, Dungeon and Dragon, Dungeon and Dragon. I hope you enjoy this actual play, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, but not too much. For relegating me to episode 9, I have cursed Nico's microphone to malfunction throughout the episode. <laughs> I hope you continue listening to this podcast as it's simply a few amateur DMD players taping their own adventures and sharing them with the world. And if they continue, perhaps you and I will meet again. Now add like a sound of him like disappearing magically, like poof. Here I'll give you like a something like that. One, two, three. My hands hurt. Why? <laughs> Did you clap that loudly? No, I clapped really softly, but like, okay, so like yesterday the power was out, right? And then it was like two AM and I wanted to go. So get- you were clapping the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> No. I right, well, gotta entertain myself. <laughs> I wanted to go get food, but then because because the power was out, our back gate wouldn't open, so I had to hop the fence uh, because I didn't want to walk around. So my hands are a little bit scratched up. Oh, Nico! Why didn't you go, just go out the front? Because I, I the, okay, so like my my sibling was like, oh, do you like do you want me to cycle around to the front and like I can pick you over there or like do you. Like, do you want to, like, just hop the fence in the back alley? And I was like, I don't want to go around. I'm just going to hop the fence. Yeah, wood is scratchy. Yeah. For those keeping track, Nigo lives in a house with a wooden fence. (laughs) (laughs) Get your Dawson fingers ready. (laughs) Where does he live? Oh, my God. (laughs) In Arizona. In Tucson, Arizona. Arizona. This is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. Can confirm, have driven through there. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Holding Out for a Hero. I am Nico, the DM for this campaign, and today's session question is, what is the worst gift you have given or had seen... been uh, seen? It's written right there. It's written right there, and I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> you know we won't. <laughs> Or have you fool, if you had just not said edit that out, they would have edited it out. Uh, What's the worst gift you have given or seen given? Maybe that rule only applies to John. (laughs) (laughs) Also true. Alrighty. Uh, For me, that would be a gift that I have given, and it was, uh, it took the, I forgot who I gave it to, but it took them forever to open it because it was a large, a big, big cardboard box, and inside that was another cardboard box, and inside that was another cardboard box, and inside that was another cardboard box, and then, like, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember how many cardboard boxes there were. There were at least three, and then inside that was a tissue box, and then you had to pull out all the tissues to get the money that was taped at the bottom of the box. <laughs> it made a it made a huge mess, and it took them forever to open it, and it was really funny. And it wasn't environmentally conscious. <laughs> <laughs> But what was the final gift? Just cash. Yeah. Oh, okay. Could you imagine if it was empty? 
<laughs> yes. Alrighty. Next up is Ongo. Cool. Yeah, John. Technically, it's a gift that I both gave and received. Um, so it was Christmas. Um, I worked with my dad to pick out a present for my mom. My sister and I helped. Uh, and we all got mom a rice cooker because at the time we were eating a lot of rice, a lot of minute rice, which is horrible if you've ever had it. And nope. so... It's true. Uh, oh. Oh. Continue with your story. Sorry, John. Hey, I'm John. I play Patches. So <laughs> at, it was Christmas and we ate a lot of minute rice. So we got my mom a rice cooker. Um, but when she opened it, she kind of went, oh. And we we're like, why? What happened? And then she looked at what she got for my dad. Which was also a rice cooker. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, man. So then we got two rice cookers, and we could cook rice twice as fast. We put one <laughs> in the other, and then it cooked it even faster. Yeah, that's how rice cookers work. Can confirm it as an Asian person. <laughs> Alrighty, who's next? I'll go next, so that just in case Elaine thought of the same one, Fair enough. <laughs> it might be. Hi, I'm Ashley, and I play Miki, the tiefling bard. My worst gift I've ever seen someone give might give Nico inspiration. <laughs> yes. Elaine and I grew up in the same church, and we did white elephant gifts every Christmas. And the spending limit was 20 bucks because this was high school. And so. Someone had this big-ass gift they had wrapped, our friend Ethan. Um, hi, Ethan, if you're listening to this, but I know you don't have time to. And he had wrapped a large box, and the person who unwrapped it unwrapped the box, opened the cardboard box, and inside the cardboard box was a giant ice block in which $20 in pennies was frozen. <laughs> that's good that's yeah that's creative not the exact one i was thinking about but same person very similar (laughs) oh boy (laughs) this person is uh an inspiration to me now ethan on blast (laughs) i guess i'll go next then yeah what ethan one are you thinking of (laughs) <laughs> Hi, I'm Elaine. I play Kitty with an IE. Um, my Ethan story was, again, <laughs> white elephant. And there was this giant present that was like in a ball shape. And they unwrapped it and they unwrapped it and they unwrapped it because there were several layers of wrapping. And then there was a big ball of bubble wrap. And as the person unwrapped the bubble wrap, just pennies fell out. Stop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this man is a menace. <laughs> Where does he? He shouldn't be allowed to have pennies anymore. But I know because he, he uses cash these days, so it's fine. I think I think what he said was he went to the bank and just got like 20 bucks of pennies. You can do that. Yeah. They will look at you like you're a psychopath, but you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have much of an answer. Uh, hi, I'm Raina. I play Gem. I block out every Christmas. 
doesn't have to be for Christmas. I guess that's true. Um, but the biggest thing that comes to mind is a gag gift that my uncle gave my dad. And it was just like a box. It was an empty box. Um, but the box cover was like one of those as seen on TV sort of products. And it was called like the face warmer or something like that. But it was basically like you would put on a headband and this like portable grill would pop out in front of your face (laughs) to warm up your face in colder weather. That was like what they were advertising. And that whole year, my dad thought it was the best thing ever. He showed it to everybody. And the amount of people who went, oh, really? That's a real thing? (laughs) (laughs) Just, I I don't know. I think having to sit through the same dad joke 25 times makes it uh, the worst gift (laughs) that I've ever seen given. Fair, fair. It was funny the first five times. But it was like a two-year-long spectacle. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. But that's uh, that's my uncle for you. <laughs> Wait, was the grill functional? It was an empty box, so there wasn't actually a face grill. Oh, but it I was see. just yeah, it was just like a fake, like as seen on TV box, basically. And there were a couple of them, but the face warmer is the one I remember. <laughs> Alrighty, and with that, we will get into the session summary, which is going to be done by Ashley today. Yes. Also, I think that the session summary ending is wrong. Is it? The last line you say we reconvene in Dragon Eyes, but in my notes, I have that we're going to start in Cogsgate. Yeah, we're going back to Cogsgate. I thought we got out of Cogsgate. We went into Cogsgate. And then we left. And, we left. and now we're you know, going as back. I was listening to the previous episode on times three speed, uh, I don't think no. I actually got to the very end. So <laughs> No, Nico. No. That no. It doesn't matter. Yeah, y'all uh, it, it doesn't matter where you end up. Just like go ahead and do the session summary. I'll uh dra- forcibly drag the party in one direction or another. Okay, so last session we didn't do much. Miki picked, like, Miki picked Patches up twice, and actually probably more than twice, because there was the the conversation he kept trying to escape, and I kept picking him up, so. Miki picked Patches up multiple times. We got paid. We still, we still haven't split up our loot from the train. It's been seven episodes, and we still haven't split up the loot from the train. Or read those wonderful books. Don't we usually do these in character? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The the line is real blurry. And um, we followed a really bad smell. And that's what happened last session. Also, Kitty kept making comments like, are they flirting? And the next time she does that, I'm throwing her into a lake. Did I? She doesn't know what a lake is. Cut her some slack. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna find out. The beginning of that, no, we didn't do much, and Patches got picked up several times. You could just put that at the front of every episode as a recap. <laughs> 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 well, 
We accomplished things. We accomplished more things before Patches joined us. Are you sure about that? <laughs> we we heisted a train. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. We heisted a train. We had more direction. <laughs> Six hours to heist the train, but, you know, we heisted a train. All it took was facing some spheels and Waluigi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the spheel. Everyone immediately recognizes Waluigi as a common enemy, so that's uh, that's what drove you guys together into take action. <laughs> I don't know. You could argue Waluigi is a tragic hero. <laughs> An anti-hero, perhaps. <laughs> Waluigi and the Punisher are very similar in a lot of ways. Regardless of where the party ended up being from last <laughs> episode, since none of us can remember, uh, it is currently afternoon. I think we all remember, Nico. <laughs> we all just remember different things. <laughs> since you guys are continuing your search for the big stinky, can everyone roll a perception check? Give it up for the big stinky! Twelve. Oh, hot damn. Uh, 19 on die for a total of dirty 20. Nice. Nice. 14 for Jam. Uh, nice. 16 for Miki. All pretty high rolls all around. Okay. Yeehaw. Yes, 12 is high. <laughs> I played it off like it was a high number, hoping that it would be like, yeah, it's a high number. <laughs> okay, um, with everyone uh, searching in their own ways, you eventually find yourselves on the southern border of Dragon Eyes, following the smell of the stinky. I need to roll a d4. d4, d4. Because there's, there's four of you, right? Okay. You don't know that. There could be six. What roll did you get on your... Uh, Perception check, Nikki? 16. Okay, you are noticing that the smell is slightly different in, in different elevations. And as you are looking up, you see, you hear, uh, as well as see, a pipe above you that cracks. Can you roll a dex save for me? <gasps> Why? Excuse me. Well, that's a seven. <laughs> oh, save? Save. That's a nine. Uh, unfortunately, the... Uh, you, <laughs> no! <laughs> between the time that you hear it crack, you don't have enough time to get out of the way of... Uh, you get lightly misted with some stinky, stinky water. Oh, no. <laughs> Although there is a visible crack in that pipe, there is not a whole lot of liquid that comes out of it. And you can, the rest of you, as you watch Miki get sprayed with stinky water, uh, you see that there are multiple pipes and chutes that go upwards to the district above. Does it look like it was intentionally tampered with? Or was it just like a natural erosion? Make an intelligence check for me, Jem. Would it, that be like investigation? Mm, no, I'm basing this off of Jem's knowledge of how pipes work. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I try and investigate it? Yeah, you can investigate it. Miki has been holding patches, probably. 
and just starts like using his borrowed cloak to wipe her face off and you just hear like catches hears her grumble under her breath what the fucking shit that's exactly what it is probably <laughs> it better not be I got a 14 to investigate this thing and I got a 19 on my intelligence check yeah uh, between the two of you, Patches, you investigate the actual site of the rupture. There are no, like, you don't see any marks, like, made from other tools or perhaps weapons on the where it ruptured. And, Jem, you, looking at this type of burst, infer that it might be a, it's too pressurized kind of, kind of burst. Like, these pipes are taking... Okay. I've broken a lot of things in my day. Oh my God. Nobody broke this on purpose. We're just in Los Angeles. All the pipe chippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna um, look in my bag to see if I have anything to help make me clean off. Yeah. 18. Yeah, you have uh, an abundance of small rag pieces you know like to like just a little little towels to help clean off various things all right i will either hand them to mickey or help mickey wipe off whichever she would prefer and then just when it's used toss it on the ground you have 16 of them to be fair i wear a hat with a veil so like would it mostly have gotten on my hat yeah i'll say it mostly got on your hat and your veil because it was a a spray from above Great, the smell lingers. <laughs> oh, you're a little stinky. <laughs> Can I take... You said there's other pipes kind of leading yes. out of that same area. Can I take a look at them and see if any of the other ones are like, seem uh, funky-wonky? You can see a couple of pipes in the area that you are standing in currently, although most of them are running along like very high buildings and ceilings. You can probably get a better look at them from the district above. Oh, like I wouldn't have to like scale a wall or something? Because I would. <laughs> uh, you could, but it's going to be very difficult to, you know, get a good look at it without like getting a ladder out. Um, so above here would be, you mean like firelight or? Uh, it would be the Deathscape Adventures quarter is above the Dragon Eyes. We don't have that map, right? Or Little Barrington, because it's on the, the southern border of, the, of that area. Some people call patches that. <laughs> Little Barrington. What do they call patches? Little Barrington. Ew. Can I... Do I... Would anyone know where... <laughs> shut up. Would anyone know where the, um... This water is, like, coming from? Since it's so pressurized, maybe we could figure out where it's coming from and see if there's an issue there. Are we gonna have to go into the sewers? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like, can we see... Ha is this the first pipe burst, or has it burst elsewhere so we can see which direction... You kind of came from. Miki refuses to look upwards in case something else pops on her. <laughs> Patches, how much time do you think you would have spent in Sharn? Probably 
a decent amount, but just usually working. Probably not a whole lot of leisure time. Okay. What was Patches' question? Of where it leads? Yeah. Yeah, where it would come from, so we could try and figure out why it's so highly pressurized. Would I know? Patches, I'm going to say you probably wouldn't know. Jem, go ahead and... Actually, I'm not going to make you roll for this. Yeah, you would know that the hoity-toity uh, rich schmucks in Sharn have a lot of uh, fancy new technology, like running water and sewage systems that isn't necessarily available in lower districts, and a lot of that waste runs downward in pipes. One percenters. <laughs> would my uh, feature city secrets come into play in figuring out where it's coming from? Ayo. Uh, can you send me the description? Yeah. Or for the audio podcast, should I just read it? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> You know the secret patterns and flows to cities and can find passages through the urban sprawl that others would miss. When you are not in combat, you and the companions you lead can travel between any two locations in the city twice as fast as your speed would normally allow. Mm, I feel like that's not super relevant in what we're currently, like, in in terms of city planning. That, that feat sounds more like it's in traveling. Right, but in order to travel appropriately, I need to know how the layout of the city is. Yeah, but you're not going to be traveling through sewer pipes. Why not? Uh, would Kitty be traveling through sewer pipes? <laughs> Why not? Have you seen us? We're a couple of rats. Okay. Uh, Go ahead and roll a... What were you asking to look for? The source of it? Or were you looking for something else? Yeah, like, do I know where it's coming from, basically? Like, which... Roll a... Intelligence check for me, please. Uh, 15. Alrighty. You, between everyone's collective knowledge and, uh, what's it call? Well, as you guys are talking about where this could possibly be from, you guys gather that it is from the, not middle, but the upper districts, trash and sewage systems. And something, uh, you assume, clogged one of these pipes, and that's why there is a, a stinky in the lower districts. Are there any nearby, like, sewer openings? Um, kind of like, you know, like, underpass sort of openings that, like, can feasibly fit a larger person, such as myself? No, all the pipes that you see around you and in this area are rather relatively narrow like maybe 10 inches across okay are there any city officials investigating the burst and or the smell down here not that you can see yeah no we need to raise a stink with the one percenters (laughs) (laughs) john can do it but i can't as you guys are standing around looking to see where these pipes go, uh, you do get a clear view in a specific alley that you can see goes up past Dragon Eyes to to the Deathscape uh, Adventurers Guild District. And whoever is in that area looking and investigating, you can hear a loud creak, a metallic, like, 
strain almost. Uh-oh. From above. From above. Can we, like, I'm going to push everyone back <laughs> out of the way of possibly oncoming projectile sewage. Miki takes out a parasol. <laughs> well, you know what they say, to get away from things falling down, you get up. Right? I feel like that's... No one says that, but... No one's ever said that, ever. But it's a good plan. <laughs> Motor says that all the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not bad advice. But no one's ever said that, ever. Kitty with an IE just did. I feel like Motor just tells me things and tells me that everybody says it. Yeah, well, you know, it's probably good advice. Does anything that Motor tells you is common knowledge probably isn't common knowledge. <laughs> um, also, Nika, for clarification, you said the metallic groaning was coming from a, like, an alley to our left? From above you. Above us, okay. Not in your current district, but the district above you. Oh, okay. Should we... Do we care? Jem, what do your elf ears hear? <laughs> <laughs> They're taking the hobbits to Isengard? <laughs> I'll use my elf ears to listen to whatever they're referring to. <laughs> I might just be stupid, so take this with a grain of salt. But when you say it's coming from the district above us, do you literally mean like there's a cliff face and then like a tiered wedding cake? Like there's another district right there? Or is it like some distance away? I I mean, it's literally above where you guys are currently. So you guys being on the south end of Dragon Eyes, um, ne near the Cogsgate border, above you is a different district. Like if you were to like, if we were to move only on the Y axis and go straight up, would we arrive at a different district? Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Got it. Okay. So yeah, can you give me like a an XY axis with coordinates of what's going on here. <laughs> so, like, let's say we're at like X zero. Um, yeah, so it would be like or like thirty zero, right? Again, this is an auditory podcast. <laughs> this is basic math knowledge. All of our listeners, if they're listening to this, they should know what an XY axis is. <laughs> So let's say we're 30-0, Nico. Are we talking like it would be like 30-30? Uh, so I'm, what I'm saying is the noise roughly is directly from above where you guys were investigating the pipe. So hypothetically, if the middle portion of the city that was above you collapsed on you, where you heard the noise, that spot is like literally right above you. It would fall onto you guys. Oh, wow. Also, I feel like... Technically, in the case Jem or Reyna is talking in, it should be an XYZ 3D axis. <laughs> I thought that too, but I wasn't going to say anything for fear of tangents. <laughs> Shut up, math major! <laughs> tangents! Appropriate for... I'm going to stop now. No, freaking calculus Go home, actually. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have expected as much from the engineer. <laughs> Is that a side view of what Sharon kind of should look like? I did see that. Thank you. Okay, so it is like a wedding cake. 
So I guess we should go up to the next level. We can we can use Kitty with an IE's navigational ability. So do we care enough to investigate this? Because this seems like a city thing. Yeah, is there like a city council or like a dragon marked house that deals with the infrastructure or like a plumbing guild? <laughs> that would be a Maybe Sean a couple city of thing. Italian brothers. <laughs> and their arch nemesis, Waluigi. Maybe one of them is played by Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I think there's a Dragon Mark guild that does infrastructure, right? Or am I am I thinking of the is it? I don't think there is. I think you're thinking of the is it. I, this isn't really an us issue. However, we also need a plot for our Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's a podcast? <laughs> Patches, your voice sounds different. Oh, Rainy, you are gonna freak out. <laughs> Patches, where did your accent go? <laughs> oh, speaking out of character, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, if you guys want to, we have nothing better to do still because we haven't actually sat down and discussed what we're going to do. Again, well, we talked about a lot of different options. We just didn't settle on one yet. Yeah. Well, let's see where this leads, and then we'll uh, make a decision of what to do next. How about that? Oh my god, Patches woke up. <laughs> what if, you know, what if we find a problem and we tell the city about it and they give us a nice little bonus? It's true. Or what if we do all this work and they're just like, thanks, bye. And take the credit? Yeah, that's also true. Then we'll break it again. Okay. This is true. <laughs> what if I now pers have a personal vendetta? against the pipe that broke on me. Good enough for me. That's oh. reasonable and normal. Do you want revenge on the pipe? We can get you revenge mm -hmm. on the pipe. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do to it? It'd feel real nice to just, like, break something right now. Well, since it's most likely because of the people in the upper districts, aka the one percenters, um, I would love nothing more than to fill up their swimming pools and running bath water and all that stuff with this, uh, icky garbage <laughs> then we should break the pipes up there you know if we break them down here it's just gonna make everyone down here deal with it well wait out of character because you said that the pipe burst and it really didn't have you said it was like a clog uh it was like a fissure no but i mean like because it when it broke not that much liquid actually came out of it um all things told you said that it's possible to insinuate. You assume that kind of break was caused by high pressure. High pressure. Ugh. Undue strain on the pipes. I feel like something's living in the pipes. Let's eat it. It might feed on garbage. So I would not suggest that <laughs> until we know what it is. Is that, is that, a, is that a problem? A little bit. Listen, I'm all one for dumpster diving, but I don't know, there's something about it wallowing in it and eating it that kind of uh, turns me off to the idea. <laughs> okay, let's let's figure out what it is first. Yeah. And then we'll see if we can eat it. Okay. I mean, how is this different from poop crops, you know? True. It's true. It's true. Or pigs, for that matter. But also... <laughs> 
Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. You guys start walking your way up to the district above you. I can move you all. Wow. Ooh, it's all, it looks like stained glass. Here, in the middle districts, as you guys move past into Death's Gate, Death Gate, uh, Death's Gate Adventurer's Quarter, you find that there is, uh, relatively compared to the district below you, a lot more commotion. There are a few, uh, visibly, like, um, paroling Sharn guards that seem to be searching for something, um, as well as a few what look to be mercenary types wandering as well, also seeming to search for something. Hey! Hey! I'm gonna wave down one of the city guards. Yeah, uh, you, you easily approach one of the city guards who is standing next to a wall, uh, idling as the uh, as his partner kind of investigates the pipes in these this area. Yeah. Hey, a, a pipe burst down there and hit my friend in the head. How are you going to compensate us? Listen. I'm going to approach the card. Yeah. And <laughs> go. Um. Hello. My name is Jem. I'm a lawyer with the lower division. Uh, this is my client, Miki. I'm helping her out. <laughs> lawyer. Uh, Lawyer with the lower division, don't make me laugh. No, they also deserve... The pipe issue, we're working on it, okay? Justice rights. Pipe down. Okay, I am not getting into this philosophical discussion with you, mister. I went to law school, now you need to listen to me. This is my client. I am representing her in court. Can Miki have <laughs> disappeared during the course of this conversation? Yeah, yeah you can wander off. I pick up patches and just walk around the corner of the building. Yeah. I just, I think I just want to give this guy a hard time, just for the sake of it. Honestly, I just want to pick a fight. <laughs> yeah, but like, don't drag me into this. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's part of the witness to protection program. <laughs> you don't get very far in your argument with this guard who seems, uh unwilling to believe that you're a lawyer and is kind of uh, honestly judging you on how you look and the fact that you you came from the lower districts and, and are arguing for them. Miki and Patches, are you just taking a general look around? Sure. What do the pipes here look like? Um, following back to the area that you were staring up at previously, you can see that there are a series of pipes. There's three 10-inch round ones running up in uh, in parallel, as well as one larger, like maybe 16-inch square chute. Is the chute like a trash chute? You would assume so. As you are staring at these pipes, you see that one of them in particular it seems... Is it your imagination? Is it bulging a little? Ew. <laughs> Some Resident Evil garbage right there. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I... I take one step backwards. As you take a single step backwards, that pipe does in fact burst. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Nico! 
<laughs> uh, Jem and Kitty, you could hear this from where you are since Miki is not too far back. Miki screams. <laughs> you definitely hear also, that too. Really sorry, Patches. Um, holds him up like a teddy bear shield. <laughs> Sorry, I'm immune to disease. <laughs> you are not so close to the pipes where you get a full face full of black water sprayed at you, but there is a deluge of a lot of black water spilling out onto the streets. A lot of people are in the area also scream and are relatively the area is cleared. The streets, the immediate streets that are adjacent to you are filled with black water and after um, maybe 40, 40 gallons of water and sewage clearing out from this pipe, it just suddenly stops. There are two things I would like to do. Yeah. Um, I'd like to cast Detect Poison and Disease to see if this is poisonous. Uh, yeah, you can easily do that. It is not poisonous in that, like, it's a... Uh... A poison or poisoned but it's just it's it's the normal amount of sewage poisonous i guess there's some there's definitely some nasty diseases in there yeah mm -hmm. mm. nothing unexpected though i would like to approach the nearest policeman um i guess i'm currently a bear in a robe covered in sewage but i'm gonna go up to him sounds like a sponge <laughs> oh no and i'm gonna say what the hell was that? Uh, and you, it, it's the policeman that Jem was hassling before who had wandered over uh, with their partner uh, as well to uh, it, it look at the area. And I'm assuming Jem and Kitty also wander over uh, upon hearing the commotion. I also did roll and he is only a three, so it's fine. <laughs> He's a ten for me, chief, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> oh no, I forgot that was a thing. Wait, wait, wait. Ten for me too. <laughs> Actually, he's a cop. I roll with disadvantage. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, hold on. Fair he's enough. An eight. Fair enough. <laughs> no, he's a one. <laughs> wow, what a roller coaster with Jim. <laughs> Jim was like super hot like, until mm, you opened your No, but your he's mouth. a cop. <laughs> that's a three. I'm not looking. Also, I'm covered in sewage. I walk directly behind Jem so that Jem can be used as a rain cover. <laughs> If you ask me how the weather is up there. If I have any more rags, by the way. I'm also passing out my rags to uh, <laughs> Miki and, and Patches. You, tell me what's going on. Miki is undermining Patches' authority by wiping <laughs> him down as he's talking. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. I knew there was an issue with the pipes, but... Holy hell. I guess we'll get a cleanup team on this. All these... Uh, adventure types walking around. Are they on payroll looking for what's going on, too? Yeah, the, uh... The, the rich folk upstairs, uh, have been shelling out big money to... For whoever can get this issue solved quickly. How do we get on the payroll for that? And he, he kind of jerks his hand, uh, in a pointing motion to a, uh... Large... What looks to be an adventurer's guild, and as you stare uh, at, at the building, there is a side counter window with the label Deathskate Adventurer's Guild. And it's kind of like a... Wow, it's only the second time Nico has mentioned this. 
<laughs> it's like a, a glass panel with uh, somebody on the opposite side of that window. I assume you'd sign up there, although uh, I think you have to pay fees. I don't know how adventures work. Listen, I gotta deal with this problem, so, or at least with cleanup. That's where you're from. Right, I don't want to talk to you anymore either. Yeah, Bye. fuck you too. Get out of here. Expect a subpoena in the next couple of days, okay? Because this is a huge <laughs> He's already walking away. <laughs> Why do you keep pretending to be legal representatives? <laughs> I don't know, I just felt like it. <laughs> Let's go sign up to be adventurers and make some money. Well, wait, why do we have to sign up? Why can't we just do it on our own and then get paid anyway? Well, do you really want to undermine the union? Ugh, I guess not. Ooh, that sounds fun. No scabs. <laughs> hey, Miki with an IE? Miki with an IE. No, Miki with an EI. Kitty with an IE? No scabs. Ugh, she can't help it. <laughs> She comes from a strictly communist society. <laughs> As Patches marches over to the mentioned Deathgate Adventurer building, you see that it is a large squat building with a set of double doors, although um, for the most part, uh, signs seem to be directing people over to the window. I'm going to go over to the window. Yeah, approaching the window... There is a middle-aged human man uh, at the window, uh, just idling, waiting for someone to come up. Hi, how much to um, be able to solve the problem that splooshed on me twice already today? Uh, you a part of the Deathgate Adventures? Sorry, Deathgate Explorers Club? No. It's just the name, don't get too caught up on it. Do I have to be? If you want to get paid. Is the Explorers Club fun? Sure, yeah. Mm hmm. Well, I'm sold. <laughs> I don't think I need an insight check. That Support one. the union, huh? <laughs> this is how this works. You, you can sign up for the go. The, the, I can speak today. You can sign up for the job contract. It's first come, first serve. If you return with the job completed and bring whatever proof you can of it being complete payment will be distributed in 36 hours if no other parties come forward any party who was involved in completing the job will split the payment how do you prevent somebody from sealing credit we hope that having people pay the fee to sign up for the job prevents that you just do an honest system yeah, like with this pipe thing, all they have to do is see that the pipe thing is fixed and be like, hey, look, I did that. He said with proof, though. How would how would you prove that we fixed the pipes? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Listen, most jobs here are if you kill something, you bring its head or something. So there's something living in the pipes. This is a plumbing problem. I'm not going to bring you a plunger. <laughs> bring the whole pipe system with you. How about we just toss him in the sewer? Alright, let's not get combative with everyone. With this guy? This is just a this is just some <laughs> this is their customer service executive. I'm not gonna go after him. It's a systemic issue. Okay. Mickey is going to put hands over Jem's face again. Her usual solution to everything. Oh, but you're stinky. <laughs> <laughs> you have stinky hands over your face. I take now. my veil. And I rub it over Jem's face. 
Here, you can share the wealth with me. Disregarding whatever the happening is going over, <laughs> whatever's happening over there, the guy turns to Patches and says, "It's twelve gold pieces to join per year." Twelve gold. <laughs> Otherwise, it's five gold per person for a single contract. Oh, so like twelve per adventuring party? Uh, no, that would be for per person as well. So to pay that off, we'd have to at least probably do three contracts here. Well, so what's the reward for solving this problem? Uh, they're paying five hundred gold for it to get cleared and fixed. Hot damn! Per person. And why should we go through you? You should go through us because otherwise you won't get the five hundred gold. We could just do the five gold, solve the problem, make a profit. Yeah, we don't need to be lifetime members. I'm not exactly. Yeah, we don't need to <laughs> do this well. It was only for a year, and we could pick up more contracts if we're going to stay in Charm for a little bit. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? That was one of our discussions. We didn't even know if we'd be in town by the end of today, so... You know what, sir? Hold on one minute. We're just going to do a quick huddle. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to do it in front of him, and he has to be part of this. <laughs> As you uh, you start to pull people uh, two feet from the, the window for a quick huddle, you hear screams from where the pipes burst previously. There's another one. Uh, can I? Can we see it from here? Unfortunately, you can't see what is happening from from where you currently are standing, so you'd have to go over there. All right, you guys, you guys go. I'll give him twenty gold. You can pay me back later, and I'll do. I'll sign all the shit. I've got really quick paperwork fingers. You do? Do you have fingers? <laughs> I do have articulating fingers. Yes, I have. Wait, four you have fingers? We've discussed this. You have fingers, but not See, toes. Even Nico doesn't know. <laughs> Did you hear that, Patches? That was. They're gone. more like they're lightly <laughs> separated pads. And a thumb. He has to have enough dexterity to hold things, but not with his feet. Yeah, I got three like <laughs> sort of little fingers, little wide stumpy fingers. You, you ever looked at a teddy bear? I have to update my drawing. <laughs> Teddy bears don't have fingers! <laughs> Sometimes they have like those stitched in fingers, but like mine actually work and articulate. No, anyway, bears go... have gigantic fucking fingers. I'm a teddy bear, not a real. <laughs> go solve that problem! I'm gonna do paperwork! All right. As the rest of you <laughs> run over uh, to. Let's go, girls. <laughs> I don't know how long this is going to take, but Patches is handling it. <laughs> it shouldn't take too long. As you guys run over to the the burst pipe, you see that some extremely viscous-looking sludge had dropped out of it, uh, while a, another large viscous thing of sludge seems to drop be currently dropping out of it. There is a pile on the on the floor nearby floor maybe about four feet long, two, two feet high. And as, as one of the sludge piles uh, moves, you recognize a humanoid face on it. Wait, no. I'm, is, this, is this gelatinous no. form vaguely cube-shaped? No, it's, it's, uh, it's, 
as it moves towards uh, the open street, you can tell that it's more, uh, I guess, humanoid? Humanoid shape would be putting it strongly. Oh, Who the no. fuck poops this out? <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and take a break here. We'll come back um, with a new map. Gotta curb stomp this bitch. Combat! Combat! I can't believe I'm gonna be late to the first combat. Fuck! We meet again, traveler. This time I come bearing a message. If you've made it this far into the podcast, then we would like to thank you. The artisans of your experience have poured much time into this art form and are thankful that you have continued to listen. If you want to learn more about this podcast with character art, fun facts about the players, characters, and Dungeon Master, you can find them at Beholding Out for a Hero on Instagram, all one word, or twitter.com slash bofapodcasts, B-O-F-A-H podcast. Not with an S, that was a slip of the lip. If Twitter still remains, of course. <laughs> now I return you to the action. And now we're back from outer space. Those aren't the lines. Are they? Huh? Is it outer space? Really? And now you're back from outer space. Yeah. Oh. I should have changed that stupid lock. Should have made you leave the key. If I had known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. So I'm out <laughs> go. <laughs> Sorry. Family thing. What did I come back to? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. And uh, we are... Coming back from intermission, the actually not everyone. Kitty, Miki, and Jem have just seen weird faced sludgy monsters come out of the sewage pipes, the 10-inch sewage pipes, and uh, are preparing for a battle. Patches, who is going to quickly catch up with them after signing some paperwork, um, is unaware of what lies in the streets. The streets are currently clear and Patches being around the corner can't, uh, doesn't have a visual on, on the monsters or the rest of the party. Real quick before we get started, sorry, I have a first level spell slot used. Is that leftover that I forgot to clear out? Or have I used a spell this no, day? No, you cast spells, you cast spells to try to find the source of the stink. Alright, I just want to make sure before I... I didn't want to wipe it out. I'm pretty sure whatever is on your character sheets is used because uh, anytime you guys take a long rest, I tell you all to get your spell slots back. And everyone, please roll initiative for me. Uh, uh, no! Patches. You can't make me. <laughs> then you'll just go last. <laughs> what if we don't want to fight the big stinky? <laughs> Damn it! My dice heard me. I got a 14. <laughs> Um, I got a 17. I got a 6. I'm so slow. They're so stinky. Kitty. 
13. 13? Yes. And then let me roll for these guys real quick. You're gonna use your bad dice, right Nico? <laughs> <laughs> I'm using an assortment. The bad one actually rolled pretty well. Okay. We are good to rock and roll. Yes, last in the initiative order. <laughs> so, Gem, you are quick to react first as you see these floppy faced humanoids approach you. Oh, they are like approaching us? Yeah, they're slowly slugging across the floor. Okay. Um, shoot, this actually doesn't... The, the rest of the streets, in from what you can see, are clear, so you are the only things oh, uh, within the vicinity. Well, how am I supposed to sneak attack them when they're coming to me? <laughs> if I bonus action hide first, can I still get sneak attack if I attack yeah. after hiding? Mm -hmm. Okay. You just won't be hidden after you attack. That's fine, I don't care. Um, okay, then I'm gonna bonus action hide. I'm gonna, um... Go ahead and roll a stealth check for me. Okay. <sighs> Guys, I remember how to play Rogue. Remember... <laughs> remember that first battle where I didn't get to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> you dragged an unconscious man over. <laughs> You technically did stop the fight, though. I did, but yeah. just not in the way I'm supposed to. Uh, that's going to be an 18. <laughs> yeah, you're fairly confident that you're hidden from from these monsters. Okay. Um, so, well, can I like move, then hide, like uh, over, kind of in between these body or these buildings, or I don't know where would thematically make sense for me to hide. <laughs> I was thinking that you you just went back around the corner. Okay. And then, I mean, I could hold my action until they come to me. Yeah, you can hold your attack until one of them is in range. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I'll just hold my action. Mickey's like, what are you doing? Shut up! Shut Why up, are you hiding? I'm not here! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Which attack are you holding? Um, I'm going to uh, attack with my short sword when they get into range. Okay. Sure. Uh, and that is a melee attack, so they'll have to be close to you. Just FYI. Okay. Yeah, then I'll, I'll be like, yeah, just right around the corner where it's like... Yeah. Since they look like For they're sure. relatively close to the building anyway. Patches, you finished signing the paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fast. <laughs> Told you I got quick hands. All right, I'm running up. Uh, and then... You see these sewage-covered piles slugging towards I'm going to... I'm going to bone... I'm going to use my action to dash right up to them. I'm going to bone. Yeah. Um, oh, also, uh, unfortunately, John, because you had said at least like three times that you are not wearing your armor you are not wearing your armor <gasps> oh no my teddy yes. bear that it's all right that armor is just for show <laughs> i have armor integrated into my body oh, 
Yeah, that's right. My okay. weirdly armored teddy bear. Bonus action. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith. Um, so Patches finishes signing um, the... the. Did they have like a pen that they gave me to sign this? <laughs> yeah, you probably... Did you steal I, their pen? <laughs> I accidentally take the pen with me because I just I hear the sounds of commotion and Patches' metaphorical blood starts boiling. Um, and he just steps away from the window, pen in hand, and starts sprinting down the street. And as he's running, just a sheen of like yellow glowing light covers his body in this sort of knight armor. Uh, silhouetting the armor that he usually wears, but instead it's just this translucent gold as he sprints full speed at these sludge monsters. It's almost as if you never took your armor off. As he's running, uh, as he runs by uh, Miki and Kitty, he says, a membership to that also comes with the YMCA, so I'm considering. (laughs) (laughs) Do you float when you swim? Yeah. (laughs) Unless I get too much water in me. Alrighty. Uh, is there anything else you can do? I used my action to get right up in there. Alrighty, Kitty. I'm so debating, should I do what Kitty would do, or should I do what Elaine would do? Do what Kitty would do. Because Elaine would be, like, humanoid. Yeah. I know, but, like, humanoid covered in sewage doesn't mean monster. But Kitty... Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Because, like, it could just be a person covered in poop. We don't know. Mm. It is not very person-shaped. Uh, as as you're looking, maybe this will clarify Kitty's decision, but as you're looking at it, it's probably, it would be five or six feet tall standing, but it came out of a 10-inch pipe. Okay. It is very Never. floppy. Never mind. Like a wet towel. Yeah, humans can't squeeze like that. Humans have bones. Well, we, we haven't mentioned batteries at all. Is batteries with us? Yeah, I assume batteries follows you everywhere. Okay. I just need to remember if moving and then triggering batteries, is that all a bonus action? Or is that an action as well? Take an action to create. And then once you've created your cannon, it doesn't actually say in... D&D Beyond. I think it's a bonus action, though. Okay. I know firing or triggering batteries is a bonus action. I just don't remember about moving batteries, but I'm going to assume it's also part of the bonus action, just to, like, do anything with batteries. I'm going to pull out my totally legal pistol. (laughs) Gem just squints. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to fire. Sure. I'm assuming I can shoot around patches, right? It's not like I'm... Yeah, you'll wait for a moment where you can shoot around patches. Okay. Because patches isn't big enough to, like, I don't know, cover up all the targets. This is not that narrow of an alley. Okay, this dice is going away, because that's only a 10. <laughs> Unfortunately, a 10 misses. That's a 10 when I have a plus 5 to hit, by the way. Oh, <laughs> lord! <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. I'm just gonna move them 10 feet so they are slightly behind patches. Sounds good. And they are going to lift up their paws and little... They're not psychic. Uh, psychokinetic knives form. And they just like... Pew, pew. They fling these little knives at the green sludgy monster. Yeah. 
seven rolled a hit. That is... It's a 17. 17 hits. Yay! Batteries is much better than I am. That is... 2d8, so that's 14 plus 4. 18 points of force damage. Ooh, nice. I don't know if that type of damage matters, but force damage. Uh, yeah. 18 points of force damage? Yeah, and... Uh, the force of the impact of Battery's attack kind of shreds a lot of this creature, and you can see thin pieces of its body being just a layer of skin fall off, and uh, it's got a lot of holes in it now. It's like if you had an umbrella that had holes in it, that's what it looks like. Swiss cheese! <laughs> and Kitty just in the background, good job, Batteries! Alright, it is the slime's turn. Where... what am I on? It's green slime. Bring it, big boy. Green slime is going to... it's going to make two slam attacks against Patches. Uh, that's going to be a 21 and a 16. 21 hits, 16 misses. Oh wow, nice. Um, I was all excited because I was going to be like, I have a 19 armor class, but then you got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> you take... I can do math. Five points of bludgeoning damage. Patches, you can see very clearly that from the pipe drops out another uh, slime. No! Slimy, sludge-covered cover monster. And patches from where you are specifically, you can see that another one is wiggling its way out of the pipe. This other fleshy skin bag God. is gonna go up to up to you, patches, and also make two slime attacks. It's gonna be a twenty and a something that doesn't hit. <laughs> And that's going to be a another six points of bludgeoning damage. As this man is is whacking me, do I get a sense that this thing is made of slime, or does it seem like it's made of something else? As you are up close and personal with it, you can see it's it seems to be a sheet of skin from a humanoid. What humanoid? You can't really tell because it is because of the way it moves. It's it's like looking at a wet paper towel. You, you can't really tell. Yeah. Can I roll to see if I could figure out what this thing is? Like if I've seen anything like it before? Yeah, you can roll a... Would that be like Arcana or... History check. History, that's... Uh, 10. No, you haven't, you haven't encountered... You haven't personally fought anything like this. I personally, as John, know what it is. But Patches, he don't know. Are you telling me this is a worm on a worm on a string, Nico? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like if it's like a like a sheet ghost Halloween costume, but it's made of skin. Interesting. Mm. It's like what if you had no bones, but you could still kind of move around. Mm -hmm. All um, these descriptions are so. I'm mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I I should have prefaced. I, I said this in my head, but I didn't say this out loud. This episode's gonna get a little gross, so uh, y'all yellow or red me if it gets a little too gross for you. It's okay, I'm done eating. I 
as Miki and Ashley have realized this. If I yellow or red you, do we win the fight automatically? <laughs> no, I just stopped describing things. <laughs> They're just made out of Play-Doh instead. <laughs> it's really just Jabba the Three heart. gingerbread men leap from the sewers. <laughs> Raw gingerbread pours out from the sewage pipes. Oh, that's almost worse. <laughs> the Pillsbury Doughboy no, arrives. It smells so good. The red monster is going to... Um, you can see Patches, uh, it kind of just slides up against the wall. Even though there's not a lot of space between the monsters that are currently in front of you, you and batteries, it's going to shimmy across, um, past you. Patches, you get a, a attack of opportunity. With batteries as well? No, because it didn't leave, uh, batteries melee. Alright, I'm gonna frickin' chop this man up. Um, using my greatsword. Nice. Oh, I dropped my die. Hold on. Hang on. Hold on. Oh, it's bouncing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, 15, 21 to hit. Nice. Yeah, that hits for sure. Um. All right. And question for you, Nico. Mm -hmm. Is this red slime now, like, kind of, sort of within range? Not of your melee. Okay. Uh, that is a 12 damage. Nice. 12 slashing damage. Nice. As you run your greatsword through this skin monster, you find that it doesn't quite cut the way you think it would. Oh, hell. It, this, this one in particular seems to not take as much damage. Almost like hand leather. Does it seem like it's specific to this, or does it feel like does it feel like it's resisting my weapon because it's not magical, or just because that's how this particular boy works? Uh, you think it's just this one, because as you hit it as well, um, as it resists the damage that you do, you do see that there is something that glows on it, although you can't make out what it is. He's got a glow, there's a glow, something's glowing! I can't hear you, and I refuse to listen to your words because I'm too grossed out. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Red is going to make two slam attacks. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna roll. I have a question. Yeah. Does Jem get a turn because technically something ran past her? He said that I wasn't within melee because I would have to be like right here. I'm one square too far. Five more feet up. Oh. Why aren't your arms five feet longer? <laughs> <laughs> they could be. If I was one of these flesh creatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next session, Jem is replaced by an arms character. <laughs> <laughs> Two slamming attacks against you, Miki, would be um, 12 and a 13. My god, what is my... What is... What are you? What? What? Uh, 12 does not hit, 13 does hit. Okay. You take... 6 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Also, my HP is higher than I expected, so this is great. (laughs) Nice. And it is your turn. Um, sorry. Wow, I- why do I never- these don't count as humanoid, do they? No, they do not. 
Okay. I never have the right spells that I want. <laughs> and then as a bard, I'm locked into them. Okay, I will cast color spray on the red sludge monster, which for clarification, the sludge monsters are all the same, but they have different colored dots, and that's how we're differentiating them on roll 20 for listeners. Okay. Color spray. A dazzling array of colored flashing flashing colored light springs from your hand. Roll 60, 10. The total is how many hit points of creatures this spell can affect. Creatures in a 15-foot cone originating from you are affected in ascending order of their current hit points. These can see, right? Um, you know, you don't know. The, as you are staring at the face of this monster, it doesn't have eyeballs. I can't believe I'm gonna waste a spell slot figuring out if they can see. Anyways, I'm going to roll 6d10. Do I have... 60 10 as a person as a human <laughs> you have less no than one s- ever collects d10s you don't have six sets of dice pathetic i refuse to answer that while being recorded for my answer <laughs> if that's a yes then yes you should have 60 10s I buy, I tend to buy sets of, or not whole sets of dice, I'll buy like a d4 here or a d8 here because I think they're pretty and I don't need, I don't need like 20 d20s. We only roll one d20 at a time. What is your thing with advantage? Then I need two d20s, Elaine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 13, 17, that's a full ass, oh, that's a 5, 22, 25, 28. 28 hit points total. And how wide is color spray? 15 foot cone. But I'm angling it so it doesn't get, um, batteries. Or patches, right? You just want to hit the the one right in front of you? Yeah. I mean, I think cone-wise, it would end up hitting, possibly hitting patches any... It doesn't matter. I'm sure patches has more than 28 hit points. If you angle it so it faces this way, it probably wouldn't hit patches. Yeah, it's just the red one. (laughs) You cast your spell, and... The, the creature does react to it, although you are not certain of its effect. <laughs> and then I will expend um, one of my bardic inspirations to do Tales from Beyond as a bonus action. Sure. So, um, okay, so I'm going to hold it in my mind for this round because it's a bonus action to basically cast it. But it's an action to choose a creature, so. Okay. Six! Oh, Tales of the Traveler. The target gains temporary hit points equal to the roll of your bardic inspiration die plus your bard level. Nice. So you use an action to cast that, uh, to have that effect go, right? 
yeah so it'd be i'm only using my bonus action to cast it now and then next level i will imbue someone with the tale of the traveler okay cool 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 um any anything else no because it'll hit me if i move that's it Alrighty. one more boneless monster plops out onto the ground Bone jangles. Can the pipe stop shitting out monsters? And with this final one, another deluge of black water spills out onto the streets. Ew. Ew. That's all that one's gonna do, just splat. Okay. Jen. Oh my god. Well, that did not work last turn. So, I'm gonna get up in the Red Sludge's business. Um, and does this, this counts as flanking, correct? No, you have to be directly opposite. So okay. Kitty and Batteries would be flanking. You're not flanking with anyone. Can I... If I move there, can I flank? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna flank. I'm gonna freaking kill it. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna kill it dead because... Damn, it's stinky. Um, so I'm gonna hit it with my short sword. And because I have... It is in fact stinky. It is. You could say a big stinky. <laughs> So, because I'm hitting it with a finesse weapon, and I have advantage on the attack roll, I get an extra 2d6 damage if I hit it. Uh -huh. Okay, so I'm going to take a swipe at it with my short sword. Hmm. <laughs> That's going to be an 11 to hit! <laughs> Unfortunately, an 11 does not hit. Oh! It doesn't move quite the way that Gem expects it to, uh, because it's it moves like a fluid more than a, a creature. So I have the lucky feet. Oh. So I'm gonna spend a luck point to re-roll that. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh hell, that's worse. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This blue guy came out and now the pipe looks like it's done, right? Like it's not gonna poop out anymore. Yeah, you assume from the the release of more black water that there's no other monsters coming out, although you can't get a very good view uh, from it past everything in between you and the pipe. So. That's true. Um, uh, Nico, I know you said Miki couldn't tell what the effect was, but is the monster actually blinded? It is not blinded. Okay. Uh, never mind, she had to spend a luck point. Oh, me, you mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if it was blinded, you'd just have advantage. Oh, wait. No, I did You already get advantage for flanking. I didn't take advantage. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Are we using flanking rules? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I didn't actually roll with advantage. Okay, go ahead and roll again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so dumb. <laughs> just roll one more. One more d20. Okay, just one more. Mm-hmm. That's much better. Um, that's a 25 to hit. Oh yeah, 25 definitely hits. Okay. Do I still need... Yeah, we'll just say I use the luck point, I guess. That's fine. We'll, we'll just go in order of the things that happened. <laughs> but the 25 hits. Sure. Okay. Okay. And I get sneak attack damage on it as well. So um, that is... I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so bad at combat. This is embarrassing. John, would you happen to know if... Sneak attack damage is the same type of damage as whatever attack you're doing, right? 
Yes. Okay. So short sword, I think, is, is short sword piercing? It is. Um, so that is uh, six points of piercing damage plus um, an additional five points. So 11 points of piercing damage. And my uh, next plan is just to curb stomp. <laughs> As you attack this uh, monster in front of you, uh, it doesn't take big <laughs> sticky. Big sticky. <laughs> it doesn't take as much damage as you were hoping to, as it, something on the creature itself glows for a, a second when when it, you hit it. Whereabouts on the creature? Uh, that would be a perception roll on your turn as an action. Okay. Because of all that's happening and it moving and you moving, it's hard to get a look at it without focusing on it. Okay, got it. So we put him in the dirt first and go from there. <laughs> Dog pile. <laughs> Alrighty. Next up. Oh, do you anything else on your turn? Sorry, I'm just gonna bonus action disengage. <laughs> yeah. And go back over here if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Alrighty. Patches, your go. Why are you hiding again? Because I don't want to get hit. <laughs> They're stinky. <laughs> I'm going to slice up uh, the orange skin boy. I'm going to just tur- take yeah. him, turn him to shreds. Um, that is a total of 16 to hit. Yeah, that hits. I'm going to burn a spell slot mm-hmm. uh, to smite, so I add 2d8 to this. Yes! Nice. Listen to those click clacks. <laughs> um, that's going to be 18 damage. Nice. So, uh, Patches raises his flamberge, um, the blade of which begins to glow with, like, this, um, again, like, yellowish, almost flame-like light, and he just rips across this thing, the, um... The way the blade is shaped gives him way more cutting surface, so if he can, he's just going to see how much of it he can cut off. Yeah, you shear off significant portions of this this creature. There are pieces of leather-like material that are... Actually, no, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't really be leather. It's, it's skin. Pieces of skin fall on the streets as the orange and the green one are looking really rough. Um, and then that is my turn. Kitty, here you go. How tall is Patches? A solid five even, yeah? Uh, I think he might be. He's 4'11". He says he's five foot, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, so what I want to do... Mm-hmm. And let me know if this is possible. So I'm going to cast a spell, or I want to cast a spell that will have a stream of acid spew out in a line 30 feet long, 5 feet wide. So it should capture everything uh, from me to the 30 feet down, which is all of the zomboy mm-hmm. sludge monsters, including patches and batteries, though. Because I think 5 feet would also include the orange one as well. Can I have batteries climb on top of patches and protect patches from the acid? Um... Like just like bear hug. Which which spell is this? 
uh, Tasha's caustic brew. Bear hug the bear. Yeah. If you want that to happen, I will have Patches roll at advantage, and if Patches avoids being sprayed, batteries will take a little more damage. Okay. Alright, so I'll do that. For bonus action, I'll have batteries uh, just jump and like bear hug the top of Patches to hopefully protect him from the oncoming spray. Oh god, Patches saved yourself! No, that's me. Wait. <laughs> batteries, save yourself! I was like, what? <laughs> and then a stream of acid from a line starting from me 30 feet out, 5 feet wide directly out, so it should cover all four of the sludge monsters uh, just spews out and they have to take a deck saving throw or be covered with acid and take 2d4 acid damage at the start of every turn until they take an action to scrape it off or scrape it off with somebody else Alrighty, uh, can you roll 3d4 for acid on batteries and then patches you roll dex saving throw at advantage? Yeah, I got an 8. Oh no. That's with advantage? advantage? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh boy. I got a 7 and a 9 and I have a minus 1. Oh boy. Oh, that's if we 5 were... on batteries. Uh, what's the saving throw for? <laughs> what am I supposed to be? You need to be saving against a 14. Okay. Uh, it's real unfortunate for matches, because everyone but the green one makes the saving throw. No! Really? <laughs> Does batteries also Why are you hiding, she said. Where are you going, she yes. said. <laughs> <laughs> My question still stands. Uh, the acid does how much damage? Five to... Well, it's 2d4 at the start of their turn. Which is why I was asking would batteries... Oh, at the start batteries, of their turn. Yeah, batteries goes when you go, so... Yeah. Batteries would take damage now. Okay. Yeah, so I took the five off for batteries. Okay. Perfect. The green one is going right away, so I don't forget about it. Oh, double fours. Yeah, the green one is dead. The green one is dead, dead. Yay! It flops to a truly lifeless pile of mass on the floor. And it stays very still. And Kay's just gonna shout out, I'm sorry, I thought I'd get more of them. <laughs> After that is the orange one, which will... You know, it's gonna go for Patches again, because Patches is right there. And also, I just cut off a lot of its body parts. Yeah, uh, it doesn't seem to, to be attacking you out of uh, a personal vengeance for you cutting off its body parts, but it is attacking you. That's gonna be a 19 and a 20. Ew. Fuck, both hit. Come on, man. Roll worse, Nico. Nico does roll very well as a DM, and it's a little <laughs> I'm so sorry. I keep... <laughs> I have this huge-ass AC, and it just don't even matter. <laughs> I know, your AC is super high. I keep switching my dice, too, I swear to God. I'm using all of them. I'm gonna go buy um. a shield. <laughs> <laughs> so it makes two slam attacks against you, and you take... Uh, one or two. One plus two plus 
6 is? 1 plus 2 plus 6 is 9. Nine. Play along at home. <laughs> What's 1 plus 2 plus 6? Help our DM do math. <laughs> 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Write on your screen in Sharpie what you think the number is, and Nico <laughs> will figure it out. No, no, no. Not Sharpie. Crayon. Yeah, use crayon. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's more like Dora the Explorer. Do you know where the map is? <laughs> what is 1 plus 2 plus 9? <laughs> Help Nico do math. As it hits you twice in quick succession, it gets closer with the second hit and grapples you. Ah. It is now, there is now a dying piece of skin wrapped entirely around Patches. I don't even have any skin, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you are blinded, and the second part doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> go. On your turn, you can use your action to try to throw it off of your face. Got it. That's the orange one's turn. Red one's turn. Red one is going to... Big stinky! <laughs> Red one is going to decide... Nobody wants to attack. It's going to turn around and go for batteries. Is batteries still on patches? No, I would assume batteries had moved off. Okay. Because y'all can't occupy the same space unless one is wrapped around like a skin monster. Three creatures in a single space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry guys that I'm rolling well. I never roll well normally. I only roll well as a DM to the unfortunate demise of everyone around that's here. Very true. Um, that's going to be a 19 and a 17 to hit. 19 hits. Okay. 19 hits, and that's going to be 5 points of bludgeoning damage. And it's not going to move. Miki, here we go. Why is it still in front of me? Okay. Um... I am going to use my action to toss my tails from beyond at Patches, because I don't have to like touch him or anything. Nice. Patches, you get 10 temporary hit points, <gasps> your walking speed nice. increases by 10 feet, <gasps> and you gain a plus one to your AC. <gasps> nice! Ooh. I'm at 20. Nice. nice. So have fun with your weird skin poo thing. So here's my question, Nico. Because he's mm-hmm. grappled, would he still get the speed boost? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's blind. He's blind. He, you're blind. You can't see where you're going. But you do get a speed boost. <laughs> Hell yeah. You can jog more quickly into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No clip. <laughs> <laughs> Patches just shrinks through the floor. <laughs> and I have like no bonus actions I can do. So why aren't I a rogue? Um I'll pull out my scimitar and that's it. I pull out a hand axe and that is it. Oh god damn it, I forgot I had hellish resistance. Blue 
monster's turn now is going to, uh, you know what, shuffle, shuffle on over and join, join everyone here. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> can I try and hit him as he goes past? Yeah, go ahead and roll an or wait, attack I'm... opportunity at disadvantage. I'm blinded? <laughs> yes, you are blinded. I think blinded. you have to be able to see a creature to get an opportunity attack. Let me check if that's true. Uh, I will say, it, it, it says for blinded, you can't do anything that requires sight. Although, because the, flo the floor is currently covered in black water, uh, you can hear the monster sloshing through the water. So I'll let you roll at disadvantage. If you Yay! Want. I do one. That's worse. Here we go. Uh, that's a 13. Not too bad. 13. 13 does hit. <laughs> hey! <laughs> How do we feel about a solid 11 damage? Nice. You don't see this, but everyone else sees that this one has a slight glow when Patches strikes it and um, the, the greatsword kind of Anyone who can't see will see that it's a, a little resistant to Patch's attack. How was that? Was that anything? <laughs> that was great! Do it again! I'm on it! <laughs> Alrighty, um, and then it's going to decide who to attack. Mm -hmm. Oh no, the green one is the only one that got the acid on it, right? Okay, never mind. Yes, the green one is the only one that got the acid. Uh, it's going to turn to face Gem. Oh, <laughs> my cowardice is caught up to me. <laughs> For a 16 and an 11. No, wait, sorry. 16 and a 20. What? <laughs> That's a lot to Yeah, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, I rolled an 11, but I didn't. I did the math in my head, but I didn't do it. Oh, Lord. I didn't say the thing. Yes, they both Wait, hit. this guy gets... You rolled an 11 and it gets a plus 9? No, no, that's the that's the 16. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. A 11 and a 50. Got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> yes, uh, both hit. You take uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage total. And. Oh, hell. You got a new cloak. <gasps> oh, boy, I have a friend. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, I love being hugged. Yeah, Gem's very touchy. It is the most like surrounding hug you've ever gotten. Okay, great. And right before and it my, is your turn. And right before my turn too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you are blinded and you are unable to breathe. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my god! I'm blinded and suffocated. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Mm -hmm. So it's around my face or around my throat or what? It's around your everything. You wear it like a skin suit. It's like wearing a morph suit, but it's made out of skin. Oh. Hmm. Well, oh no, I'm blinded. Am I like yes. actually magically blinded, or is it just that it's over my eyes? <laughs> it is over your eyes. So, from the inside, can I see what's glowing? No. From the inside, you can't see shit. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll I'll say you know that the glow is not directly over your eyeballs currently. That's that's about as much as you can tell. Okay, so it would be um, it would be an action to break the grapple, correct? Yes, you can use an action to you can still move, but it's gonna take you're gonna move with it, and you can take a action to make a strength check. I don't know if you know this, Nico. 
But I'm a twig. Oh. Strength is not my strong suit. <laughs> um, but fine, I'll do a strength check to try and get this thing off of me. Yeah, I'll do that. Because, uh, I mean, I don't know, could, can I, could I reach a dagger or, like, my short sword from being inside this flesh puppet? Yeah, you can. Can I, like, just stab upwards through its little hat? I, I don't know if you can attack the creature while you are... Like, literally just, yeah, like, I imagine I had the sword in my hands and just, like, tilt my chin back and stab upwards. <laughs> I mean, if, if I have a towel draped over me, I can try and stab it. Yeah. You can <laughs> attack it, but it's not going to release you if you attack That's it. That's fine. You know, you, like, attacking it and breaking free from it are going to be two different things. But it took a significant amount of damage um, just by the opportunity attack from Patches, right? It didn't look insanely hurt. Okay. It's got one of those glowy things. It, it, is got, it does have one of those glowy things. Yeah, I'm not going to do that much damage on it anyway. I guess I'll just try and get it off then. Yeah, go ahead and make a strength check. <sighs> An elf doing a strength check? What could possibly go wrong? Eh, it's a solid 15. Nice! You are actually able to wrench it off of you and throw it into uh, a surrounding space. That's fine. I'll stay here. Um, just because yeah. it's personal now. But am I stinky? Am I stinky now? You are now. Oh boy. You and Patches are, are now uh, thoroughly covered in stink. Speaking of Patches, Patches, your turn. Sorry, 2d4 damage. Yeah, let's go. Um, I could probably get this guy off of me, but I feel like it's going to be faster if I just try and hit him. So I'm going to try and just like put my, take my uh, sword, put it over my back and just cut. And just like pull it like a saw. Um, At and least you have smite on your side. Yes, I actually don't. I'm out of spell slots. Oh, um, just kidding. I apparently used two of them earlier, so. Uh, that is a. Oh shit, that's an 11 to hit. 11 does not hit. Yeah. Should I roll to acid damage? Uh, yes, please roll for acid damage. Oh yeah, I have acid on me. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's a six. Does the acid affect the creature? No, everyone everyone made the dex saving throw, except for the green one that's already dead. Oh, yeah, and patches. That is my turn. Okay. <laughs> At least six is under the temporary hit points Ashley gave you. Kitty. We work as a team, giving you hit points and taking them away. <laughs> <laughs> she giveth and she taketh away. <laughs> I'm gonna edge to the side of the red so I can meet Batteries, so Batteries is flanking with Miki, and then I am going to- oh, Batteries will also take acid damage. Is it still 3d4 for him? Uh, yes. Okay. That was... Ooh, that's nine. Ooh. Oh, Batteries is barely up. Okay. 
So oh, I'm okay. going to... <laughs> You've done so much damage to batteries. <laughs> it's just yeah, friendly just... fire, too. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend my action to rip the acid off of batteries. Yeah. And then for the bonus action, batteries is going to uh, use his... Sorry, their force ballista on the red big stinky that's in, in between them and Mickey. Yeah. Uh, it would be advantage with flanking, but disadvantage because that's range, so regular roll. Yeah. That is 21. 21 hits. That is 8 plus 4. That's 12 points of force damage. Nice. Unlike the times before, when you strike, when batteries strikes this one, it does not glow like before and is taking damage like normal. Batteries is able to pierce many holes through this one, and it's looking, it's looking like it's taking some damage. That's all I can do. Actually, Kitty, can Kitty edge to get next to patches? In between batteries and patches? Yes, but you, uh, actually, mm, you can spend a uh, an extra, like, spend 10 feet moving past batteries, uh, if you have that movement left. Yeah, because I was, I was only next to Miki, so that was only 10 feet to get to batteries. And I have 25, so I had 15 feet still. Yeah, right there? Uh, if you're moving over there, then you're going to take an attack of opportunity. If you move... Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. go. Other side. Okay. I'm going to undo my damage from last time. <laughs> okay. I'm good. <laughs> nice. The orange one is up next on Patches, and Patches, you are going to uh, make a strength saving throw for me. I'm good at those. 19. Woohoo! You take uh, five points. Oh, wait, sorry. No, you don't take any damage. <laughs> that's what I thought. Nice. Uh, and that's it for that one. John just became a JoJo character. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> the red monster is going to go for Miki again. No! I'll use different dice. Different dice this time. That won't help me! <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't help. It's <laughs> gonna be a 21 and a 13. Both hit. Oh no. She's made of tissue paper. But the first time, I'm going to cast Hellish Rebuke as a reaction. Okay. How much. What, what does that do? I need a dexterity saving throw from you. Okay. Uh, that's gonna be a 16. Fuck you! <laughs> I'm making different dice every time. Let me let me go under under my dice box and get How more about dice. we all start rolling for Nico instead? <laughs> you take it takes five uh, five fire damage. As you uh, watch it your your spell light it on fire or your your ability light it on fire a little, it, it does take the full five doing as much damage as you expect. You do take 
14 points. I don't want to know. What if you just don't tell me? <laughs> Are you fucking shitting me? I rolled really well. 14 points uh, of bludgeoning damage. And you are now grappled and blinded. Are you? <laughs> Miki has never been angrier. When it goes on to Miki, it's moving out of batteries in his range, right? You know, I guess that would be true. How many hit points did you say? 16? 14. 14. Both of you guys can make an attack of opportunity. That's a 20... 23 for batteries. Oh yeah, that hits. And then I don't get advantage because of where I'm at. I can't use my pistol for an attack of opportunity, can I? <laughs> Please don't. No, it has to be a Considering it's now on top of Miki, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. So that's a 19 for a dagger attack then. 19? 19 hits. Yeah. Batteries is force damage is going to be 9. And then the dagger is 6. Wow. Um, just as it begins to wrap around Miki's head, Batteries hits it, and that seems to finish it off as uh, Miki, as you watch it crumble into dust before you. I am going to pop over to Batteries and just give it a hug and be like, oh my god, my new favorite person in this party. <laughs> <laughs> Upstaged. <laughs> <laughs> Miki, it's your go. I mean, but what if... I suppose it's bad party etiquette to just leave. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a rogue? <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. Well, most of my spells center on blinding people or controlling humanoids, so, you know, it's real, real useful. I'm real useful. One of them is still on patches. <laughs> did Jam get the other one off of her? I did. Yes. It's now in front of me. Mono e mono. <laughs> I will take in all my spell slots. I will run up to right next to it and cast Thunder Wave. So I don't hit... Could you not be right next to it so I also don't hit you? <laughs> I am going to fucking just climb on top of Jem's shoulders <laughs> and cast Thunder Wave. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I need a constitution saving throw from you. You're unfortunately that is still going to hit Joe. It's fine. Why? Because it's it is a 15 foot because... cube as me as the face. Oh, I see. I see. Mhm. Mm so you're you're essentially pushing Jem out of the way. Yeah, I'm okay. making Jem the same face uh, plain face as me. Okay, yeah. I forget that the cubes are yeah, everyone's face. a yeah. fucking melee fighter, and I am <laughs> a area of attack spellcaster. 
not a melee fighter. I just end up in melee all the time. Uh, yeah, okay. stop, stop it. Get out of the <laughs> way. Just want to pistol whip someone. <laughs> constitution. New die. New die. Constitution. That's not gonna help. Eleven. Hey. Oh, that helps. <laughs> hey. So I will be casting. Using D8. my sad dice. I have to find another D8. Is oh, that the one I gave you, Nico? No, actually, I've been using that one. I've been using the cheapy plastic ones that I know are not balanced. Well, alright. That is five thunder damage. Five thunder damage. Okay. And it's pushed ten feet away. Be gone, thought. <laughs> Into the wall, I guess? I don't know. Also, any unsecure objects in that alleyway would also be pushed. <laughs> I'm not trying to steal anything. I just don't want to get stinkier. <laughs> and Miki refuses to get off Jem's shoulders. Deal with it. Okay. Does, oh, I'm not a barbarian anymore. I was going to be like, does Miki count as, a, as an improvised weapon? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, next up is, um, I'm going to say you push Jem back a little, just so I can see both of you. You can ride on my shoulders whenever you like, Miki. You don't need to ask. Thanks. Or wait for battle. <laughs> Over her shoulder, she yells, Kitty, this doesn't count as flirting. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't? <laughs> Kitty's just doing the eyebrow wiggle. <laughs> Gem, you can see the eyebrow wiggle. Kitty, or uh, uh, Miki, you cannot. <laughs> Kitty is around the corner. <laughs> Gem just gives Kitty a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to approach Gem and attack with two slam attacks. Excuse you. Ooh, this is not helping. <laughs> Doesn't matter what dice I use. Uh, that's going to be a 20-something and a 15. 15 is my armor class. Ooh, okay. That's going to be uh, 7 plus... Oops. Uh, seven plus uh, five. Seven plus five is twelve. Twelve. Twelve damage. Twelve points of damage as you are, uh, once again, grappled. I'm grappled again. Ah, oh, mm -hmm. this thing really wants to be a hat. Okay. And it's your turn. You are blinded and grappled. Oh, I hate this thing. <laughs> I imagine I only get stinkier. <laughs> It's, it's about the same amount of stink. It's not like it's it's picking up more stink. Although, uh, I guess I guess you can you can really smell the the dead of mm -hmm. this creature. It's okay. So, it's resistant to piercing damage and bludgeoning, right? From what we've seen so far. The red one, yes. But that's all I can oh, do. Sorry, not bludgeoning. Not, not it was, bludgeoning. It was not bludgeoning. It was slashing and piercing. And this one you've seen is also resistant to slashing. Okay, slashing and piercing. But that's all I can do. <laughs> uh, I'm a rogue. You could punch it. I guess so. <laughs> For one point of damage. <laughs> um, I get two points of damage. Oh, do you? Very much. <laughs> There's only one other form 
of attack that I could do, and I don't- I refuse to do it. Um, I know it could save my ass, but I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> okay. Up to you. So, I'm going to use my short sword and stick it through the top again. <laughs> or, I never did it in the first place, but I'll do it this time. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Um, you would actually be at disadvantage because... Why? I'm wearing it as a hat! You are blinded. Okay, fine. Blinded creatures have disadvantage. You're wearing it as a hat, but it's real low over your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter! Uh, disadvantage. Nice. That's a 20 to hit. Ooh, yeah, 20 definitely hits. That's uh, nine points of piercing damage. Reduced to five, question mark? I rolled a five. Or, no. Uh, just tell me the, the damage as normal. It is nine. Nine? You can't see, but Miki, you can see that runes do not... Uh, it's, it's, something does not flash on this creature, and this creature takes damage as expected. Oh? You're getting there. Hit it again. <laughs> I don't want to. Hit it again. Gem, you have no idea what's happening. Yeah, fair. Patches. Here you go. Yay. Five points of acid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five points of acid damage. Okay. <laughs> you are still blinded and grappled. I'm going to try and kill this thing again. Yeah, go for it. At disadvantage. Uh, that's a 16. 16 hits. Nice. And, and a nat 20, but... Ooh. Oh. Oh, baby, that's max damage. That's 16 damage. Whoa! Nice. That, it is definitely dead. Mm -hmm. It was hanging on a limb uh, before, but now it's like for sure, for sure dead. Um, as you slice this creature from around you, it falls to a pile on the floor, just like the green one that you killed before. Oh wait, no, that's the acid damage. But you do see uh, the other one on the floor as well. As soon as it does, I'm gonna rush over here, over to this one. Um, I I can't do anything yet, but I just want to be near it so that I can help Jam out. Uh, and I uh, I look to uh, Kitty and I say. Kitty with an IE, can can batteries search for that glowy thing? Alrighty. And Kitty, it is your turn. <laughs> so Kitty was running up to Patches, being like, I'm so sorry. I'll fix it, I'll fix it. And then Patches ran past her. Yeah. So Kitty had to pivot and be like, I'm sorry, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll use her action to rip the acid off of Patches. Yeah, can do, can do. Patches, you are no longer taking acid damage at the start of your turns. <laughs> Excellent. And then um, she's going to assume he meant to send batteries to the orange one. So she will have batteries. Go to the orange one and search. Yeah, batteries uh, looks through piles of skin uh, and does not find anything glowing. Nothing. And good try. And that's all my actions. <laughs> Miki, you go. What if... I mean... 
Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's looking hurt. You could just you could just stand there. I know. No one's gonna know you're around the corner. Oh no! Wait, actually, Patches is gonna know. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's gonna know. <laughs> You just hear Jem going, <laughs> <laughs> You could I just make encouraging quote, quote. noises like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, you could quote unquote accidentally miss. Yeah, you can pretend to cast spells. Oh no, oh, they're not no. working. <laughs> I just don't want to use. I guess I have cantrips. I can cast cantrips. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost on it. Do you have Vicious Mockery? That's my favorite cantrip. No, because I, as Ashley, feel really bad insulting anyone including <laughs> fake monsters. <laughs> and as a result, I don't like using vicious mockery. Oh my god, give me that okay. spell. <laughs> <laughs> that is an 18 to hit. 18 definitely hits. 28. I do 7 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. Nice. It's, it's looking hurt. It takes cold damage like you would expect it to. Jam, it's, uh, it's getting a little chilly around you. <laughs> oh, I, I need a why. sweater! <laughs> Wild. <Ooh. laughs> okay, anything else? How hurt does Patches look? He's not in great shape, but he's alright. That's it, then. If he's not, like, dying, I'm not gonna heal him. Already, Gem, can you make a strength a strength saving throw for me? That's a just a solid average ten. <laughs> okay, you go ahead and take another five points of damage. <laughs> Someone get the thing off me! <laughs> and it is your turn. Okay, I'm gonna stab it upwards again. I want this thing off of me. Yeah, go go ahead and roll disadvantage to stab. I'm gonna use my two liquid core d20s, not to be confused with cottage core. <laughs> May they serve you well. If they did serve me well, uh, that's another twenty to hit. Ooh, nice. Yeah, that definitely hits. And this like does not. Be yeah, I'm rolling a disadvantage. I wouldn't get sneak attack. That's another nine points of piercing damage. Nice. As you give it uh, another literal blind stab, Patches and Miki, you can see that this creature also, as it goes still, it begins crumbling into uh, dust, essentially. And it is dead. It dissolves completely. I've just, <laughs> I like to think Jem just like, it's like, get off! <laughs> Gem, you are showered in a strange, gross, ashy powder. And because I was already, I assume I was wet as well. <laughs> yeah. From yeah. The black water. Yeah. So it's sticking, huh? I'm like. Uh huh. I look like I was just dipped in batter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ready for the for the deep fryer. <laughs> Miki will ask kitty for a handkerchief and start just unwillingly cleaning off Jem's face. <laughs> oh. 
Kitty will absentmindedly hand that over, but is spending as much time as necessary to bring batteries back up from one hit point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm at five. <laughs> I want to look through the sludge for that, um, anything that glows. And maybe I'll try and stab the sludge a few times to see if that triggers anything. Uh, the sludge that's near you, or the sludge that's near... The sludge that's right here near Jem. Okay. There is... It's mostly just black water sludge. As you're shuffling around in this, these piles, you do see one area that has a more concentrated pile of ash, dust, or it was at some point, and now it's uh, imbued with water, so it's just kind of silt. You don't find any solid objects. Okay. Well, besides what's in Blackwater, but that could be easily dismissed. I'm going to use my uh, Lay on Hands to heal Gem for 10 hit points. <gasps> Thank you! And then, Miki, are you hurt? Oh yeah, but I was gonna do, um, if we were willing to take a short rest, I was gonna do Hit Dice in Song of Rest. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll figure that out <laughs> in roughly... Two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as you guys uh, look over the fallen, the only only the two fallen bodies of these strange creatures that came out from the sewage pipes, that's where we're going to pick up next week. You've made it to the end of episode nine, Traveler. Congratulations, but also thank you. Please consider interacting with the podcast on your podcast platform of choice leaving ratings or comments. As well, consider telling your friends or Dungeons & Dragons party about us, as we are but an amateur podcast. So word of mouth is the only way that we can grow. We would like to thank the Wizards of the Coast for creating the framework of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition that we are playing with, and Keith Baker for coming up with the world of Eberron that we're playing in. And finally, and finally, my good friend's dog, Hanabi Ohime, for moral support. The Holding Out for a Hero releases bi-weekly, and you can find us mostly wherever podcasts are found. We can't guarantee we'll release it everywhere, but you can be sure that we did our best. We will see you back here in two weeks for a special Christmas episode. <laughs>